It's time for the Ghostfire Media Network podcast show, featuring the stars of iRacing's IVRL and the AOLL. Now, here's your host, the Ghostfire Media Network crew. Uh, welcome, everybody, to this week's episode of the GFM podcast. We're on episode 21, Josh. Uh, it's the Blackjack episode, apparently, so that's what I, I, I titled tonight's episode. I Have we really been doing this for nearly a half a year at this point? Oh, dude, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. We took a couple of weeks off, too, man uh for our holidays so i mean it we would be like on 24 somewhere around 24 right now so yeah i mean time flies it's been a great time oh uh, man it, you know it's been a great time being here uh on friday nights man to get to hang out with you guys talk about the races bring in all the new drivers i think i think the best part is learning about all these new drivers you know we race with them or we broadcast for them uh, so we get to see what they're like and uh, who they are. And then the viewers and the other drivers and competitors get to see who they are. Uh, is that the person, one of the people that they like? Or is that one of those people are like, no, nah, man, I don't like that dude. Let's see who he is, you know? Uh, so it's going to be awesome. Uh, tonight, we're going to start out with fuel. And then uh, we're going to go straight into IVRL. And then we're going to end off with the AOLL segment. Uh as per usual, we're probably going to jump around a lot, say a lot of randomness, randomness throughout the night. Uh, but it's just me and Josh, so uh, we got Justin Anderson out there already talking on it. I uh, would appreciate it. Uh, making fun of my collared shirt. <laughs> making fun of it. Uh, so yeah, I go with the hoodie. He's got the collared shirt. Yeah, you know, two different worlds. <laughs> Normally, I have my GFM hoodie on, and again, it's far too warm in my basement today i don't understand why but you know what i was also too lazy to change i gotcha all right uh, so what's going on with you man uh, what happened with you this week uh in, in race or personal or whatever tell us about your week man. oh well basically my life is work and racing and i don't want to bore everyone with my work life <laughs> uh ran a lot of caution laps this week a lot. <laughs> a lot. Three short track races for you, just in at least the ones I know you run. Well, I didn't run fuel. I or got you, to you uh, broadcast. broadcast. And USA International may not be the right track for the Xfinity car. It was fun. The, I loved the setup, but I know there was a little uh, distaste for it, but I love a very confusing car because I love the challenge. But then we had USA again on Wednesday in the Sportsman, and that was a caution fest. We yes. had Martinsville last night in the TNT. That was a caution fest. So the pace car has been the king this week, it seems like, for the most part. Yes, the pace the pace car driver definitely gets driver of the week. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. Well, my week has been, ex not, I wouldn't say it's exciting, but it's changed. I started off in North Carolina, uh, and then middle of the week, I'm back here in my house in Texas. Last week, you guys saw me in 
uh, the bearded Adam in North Carolina. And then now I'm back here in Texas. Uh, the family's still there. So it's, you know, transition to be back here to a very quiet house. Uh, the house I come from has uh, four adults, a kid, five, five dogs and two cats. So there's always something going on in my house. And then here it's absolutely nothing. It's dead. It's just me and it's eerie. So, uh, you know, trying to transition back to that. Uh, so, but uh, I, I'm glad I'm back uh, on the racing aspect. Uh, got to go out there and I got to run the Caution Fest on oh, Wednesday night in the USA International and uh, Sportsman Series and then call the wonderful Caution Fest last night that Josh got to drive. So, yeah, the, we'll take that. Uh, but, and I was only responsible for one. Yeah, I was responsible for one on uh, on Wednesday night. Uh, so, uh We'll get to those whenever we get to them. <laughs> but until then, uh, let's get to our first guest. We got Cameron Hearn from uh, the Fuel Series. Let's bring him on in. Good evening, Cameron. This is Josh and Adam. You got a copy? Silence. Do, do, do. Maybe he's got to push the button, push the talk, set up. A lot of people. Hey. I make my team listen to me at all times. Yeah. My uh, I'm a, that my, unfortunate person. My, my push to mute button. Apparently, Discord hates me and does not want to allow that to work. So my new teammates uh, do not like me. They are like, oh, we're muting you inside iRacing from now on. <laughs> you guys mean, Yeah, we got you. Sorry, I was trying to connect my webcam i have a two-year-old who likes yanking stuff off the computer so <laughs> I, I got i got a kid now loves eating uh headphone cords so uh, it's kind of same same right now i i'd say that a cat's a little different than a two-year-old but they both do the same stupid things as a toddler and a cat they just go walk around and aimlessly hit stuff for no reason i wouldn't know all right so cameron thing we like to do is we get you in here just a little bit about yourself who you drive for what league and really what got you into racing and do you have any personal driving experience outside of the simulation world yeah um Did we lose you again? Y'all got me now? Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Well, we Give me one sec. I'm sorry. Let me take me take myself. All right. All right. All right. So uh, I don't know how much you got, but basically. <laughs> and you cut out again. All right. Give me one sec. I'm about to sign in on the desktop. One second. All right. All right, yeah, well, there's, there's that, a uh, massive uh, difference between what it pulls off on desktop and what it does on mobile. Yeah, there's a lot of variations uh, that, that makes mobile app uh, for Discord not the best choice sometimes. Uh, I had to run off of it the other week, but uh, it's not the best. So why does that? Well, let's... Uh, Let's talk about the fuel race while he gets signed back in on the desktop. So how was it broadcasting? What did you see? Is there any trends we want to talk about? 
Uh, we're gonna avoid the aftermath uh, conversation. Let's talk about on racetrack stuff. <laughs> but no, it honestly, it was one of the more tricky setups that I've honestly ever experienced. It was apparently a little bit of a variation on the Richmond setup. And it was tight on entry and loose on exit. <laughs> Brad Slaughter said, let's talk about it. <laughs> Maybe we will. Uh, maybe we'll, 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 we'll ask some opinions. Yeah, we'll get a uh, Cameron Hernan here, and uh, when All he gets right. back in, let's and... see if he's good to go. Yeah, while well, he gets in, uh, Timothy St. Jean's out there saying good evening, gents. Good evening, Tim. Uh, hope everything's going well up there, up north. Is it snowing yet up there? <laughs> All right, so it sounds like we've got you back. Yeah, there's a bad storm passing through now, um, but I think we're, we should be good. Um, but going back to your original question, um, started racing carts uh, around dirt ovals when I was 11, 12 years old. I uh, used to run on a two-cart team, um, and then kind of funding kind of fell away, and I kind of got out of it and just focused on your standard stick-of-ball sports. Um, started racing online with NASCAR 2003, so I'm, I guess I'm an older guy. Um, then R-Factor. And then one night I was racing and Dale and her junior told me about how Roush is getting involved in, you know, some simulation, how, you know, it's going to take off and be the next big thing. And he told me about iRacing. And ever since then, I've, I've kind of been involved in iRacing. That's pretty much the only game or sim I play, I guess. There's a, you know, having a family and kids, your time's limited. So I want to, you know, invest my time in something that's as real as it gets. And also, you know, you, uh, race on teams and leagues and get to form a lot of uh, good relationships. I got you, man. Well, tell us about uh, your actual uh, team there. Who you race for, what team you race for. Uh, if you got any like uh, f fictitious sponsors or real sponsors, we don't care. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, my fictitious sponsor is Blippy, which is my son's uh, favorite character. So uh it's something that when he watches the broadcast, it gets his attention and stuff. I gotcha. And, uh, uh, but, uh, race with VRA, um, me, Alan, and, and a, a fellow named uh, Jeff Creek, who no longer races anymore. But, uh, a couple of years ago, we kind of got out of iRacing, lost touch with a lot of stuff. And I got a message one night, like, Hey man, you want to get back into it? And at the time I was like, you know what? That sounds like a great thing. And since then we've grown our team. Uh, we have a lot of members now and, we're very competitive in all the leagues that we do. Um, so it's, it's been great. You know, it's been great to kind of keep base with people that you know throughout years uh, through sim racing. You say that you guys are a big team. I would call that an understatement. <laughs> well, uh, hey, success brings more, <laughs> more success, right? Um, we originally started out with three of us, and then it kind of escalated from there. And Alan, you know, he races carts still. And so he has a lot of guys that he meets on the track out there and races with in real life. So, uh, and when he wins races, um, it also attracts a lot of people, you know, they want to figure out or get involved and learn how to be faster and learn tips and tricks. And that's pretty much what we do when we practice for races, you know, tell each other a break bias, um, 
offset and stuff like that. So we, we try to be an open book to everybody and, and try to get everybody up to the same same speed. That's actually fantastic that you don't... Ha- Do you guys have the friendly competition within the team or is it a little more civil than like my team it is <laughs> it depends on the night uh no it gets uh i would say things can get heated um but overall like it's good to be able to race people hard and know that they're not going to wreck you or you know get into you or end your race but it, it uh honestly we have so many different people who can win so it kind of lessens that you know that whole frustration um mm-hmm. each of us have like our special specialties that we're good at and better at and not so good like alan's really fast everywhere in oval but he is really i mean he's one of the top guys in my opinion on road courses so i know that i'm not gonna beat alan but if i can stay with him or you know me or somebody else you know brad or danny on the team uh you know we have our own race within the race but overall um we're big into the team aspect um so we try to be um you know do whatever's best for the, the team if that involves running one two and you kind of riding because you don't want the third guy to catch up you want to wait you know to the closing laps to make your move and that's typically what we do you know if, if we're racing hard we kind of wait to the end that way it's just us racing for it i got you so one of the commenters out there uh justin anderson uh from the aol leagues he wrote out he said hey man you won homestead and you finished third at usa do you have a favorite kind of track or it is whatever is next? Um, my favorite track is short, flat tracks. Um, I like tracks that require a lot of braking, a lot of steering input. Um, so that's, that's what I'd give towards my favorite, but there's nothing really that I, I, I hate. I used to say I hated road courses and stuff, but if you take the time to invest in it and get good at it, you kind of appreciate those guys that are, you know, that could put 15 or 20 seconds on the field. You know, you wonder how they're doing it, but this takes time. And a lot of learning when the shift, the shifting point. So it's a whole, there's a lot more going on there, standard oval race. But I would say I gear towards short tracks, flat, a lot of braking. Um, that's kind of my specialty where you kind of beat and bang a little bit and not have to worry about kind of ending the guy's race by giving them a little bit of damage. I have so, this, so Monday? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I got, I kind of got the, uh, the, uh, I kind of got beat a little bit off the, off the groove a little bit, but, that's what makes it fun, you know, and, you know, those corners, if you're driving hard, it's super easy to overdrive it and, and kind of wash up the track on the inside. And I just happened to be the guy on the outside when it happened. But, you know, like I said, I you know, kept going. I actually still had a chance to kind of battle back for the win at the end. So it was something like that. It's kind of what I get, you know, look forward to racing up. All right. We got, we won't go into our love of the person who ended up beating you, but. <laughs> it's mostly just because every both of us and every single one of the GFM guys has been absolutely annihilated by him at least once to where yeah. last year in one of our series it was my entire goal on a road course I won in my mind because he didn't lap me <laughs> yeah, we- yeah he was really fast uh, and uh, he's been fast and he's you know Sometimes you have bad luck, so you really don't get to show your true speed. But um, I'd say there's about four of us that I thought throughout the night that had a chance of winning. And I kind of messed up with the lead. And he's one of those drivers that's so fast that if you mess up one time, it's, it's pretty much over. And that's kind of what happened. I, tell you I was going to say, between you, Michael Stroll, Blake, 
you really didn't know who was going to run away with it because the setup was relatively unpredictable and USA itself is unpredictable. Yeah, um, it's so much easier there chasing somebody than being out front, I'll tell you that. Because you can see the breaking points and where they're breaking at and where you can make time up. But once you get to the lead, it's, it's a totally different ball game, And it's so hard to kind of be that precise every lap without messing up. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Blake, uh, we the only time, you know, I was happy to see him on the track was whenever he was my teammate for the 24-hour uh, at Daytona because that man <laughs> knows how to drive the LMP. And uh got us to pole and uh, really got us the lead. And then the guy to my right up here on the screen, he, he uh, just took that took that time away from us. <laughs> <laughs> I was the only person to do enough damage to actually require a pit. And it was on the first lap of my first stint. <laughs> it was also 3:40 in the morning when I took over, so yeah. I blame that one. Yeah, we'll, we'll go with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, but uh, no, we had a blast. Uh, have you done an endurance race like that before? I have. Um, this honestly, if things go really well and you actually make it throughout the whole run, even if, even finishing is an accomplishment in my yeah. opinion. Um, but having you know, usually you have a, a team of. We usually have, uh, I'd say, around five or six drivers in different stages and stuff. So you have your faster guys, your more conservative guys, and it really is a true like team effort. And that's one of the things where if you can stay on the track, stay out of chaos, and just come home with a clean car, you're, like, you're going to have a chance to win. Um, so it's, I haven't done it in probably a couple years, but I would love to do it again. Um, but it takes a lot of time working on setups and stuff, which makes it really enjoyable you know, because everybody puts their time and input in. And to actually come home with a win or top three or even top five kind of says a lot. Yeah, we, yeah, we, we got, got that. Yeah, we got we that. We got the three. Uh, it was a blast, you know. You know, it's my that was my first uh, endurance race in Daytona. We were in the LMPs and we got third overall. And uh, we we did a great job. Uh, you know, we like you said, we all came together as a team. We're not all teammates. Uh, we're just all within the AOL blanket. We had two different teams. We had uh, the uh corvette c8 and the lmp we came very close to being in the same uh, actual server but we ended up uh i think just a slight bit off and uh, we got separated uh between you know stints so they were one the corvette team was one lower than us so it sucked uh it would have been awesome to have uh you know two of our teams in the same server uh but uh you know we we worked hard together did a lot of practices and uh you know it really paid off uh you know for the most part and i can't wait to do it again next year yeah and to me the amount of time that you put into it and then to actually have a, a good result just means that much more you know so it's not like you just showed up and had a good run like you put a lot of effort into it so that's one of the cool things about it yeah we had eight we had eight drivers for the lmp and we found out that we had way too many that was way too many drivers for it because of a swap out time of 30 seconds or so uh, at pit stops. It was just, you know, that, that ate up so much of your time whenever everybody else would go another hour or two. Yeah, I could see that. So, uh, so we we have Brad Slaughter out there uh -oh. <laughs> asking, who's your favorite spotter? Uh, I'd have to go with Brad. <laughs> I just want to hear his name, but, uh, back in the day I could kind of get riled up while I'm racing. He would kind of calm me down. So, uh, it might be a little bit different now. I might need to calm him down. Uh, but, uh, 
but no, nah, I, uh, I've done a few races from real, with real spotters and stuff like that. And actually it's, it's cool to have someone like, like Brad, who's, uh, can kind of coach you up and calm you down at the same time. If that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's good because they give you that real time infos and the black boxes that, you know, you try to look at, but at the same time you don't, you know, they could, they can start working that fuel mileage strategy if there's going to be one or, or at least a pit stop strategy. So, you know, I've had, yeah. I've had a few here and there, but it's, uh, it's never been on a consistent basis and it hasn't been for a long time since I've had one. Yeah. When I did a uh, road to pro, um, having a spotter was definitely almost needed in, in that, in that series and in, in the top splits. So, um, it's a huge, huge change from doing your official races or league races where you're in a team environment is talking. Yeah. So, so you say you did the road to pro. Yeah. Um, I actually uh, did five races, had five top fives and a win. Um, I think I was 17th in points. Uh, and honestly, life kind of got busy. Uh, my wife was pregnant at the time and it takes a lot of effort and time working on setups. And I mean, you turn so many hundreds of laps trying to find an extra 10th, you know. So I honestly kind of told the guys that uh, it's with a diff team besides VRA, but uh I just told him, you know, just really wasn't for me at this, you know, at the time right now. You know, if this was me five, ten years ago, yeah, this would have been awesome. But yeah. it just took a lot of your personal time. And I guess the older you get, the more stuff you get going on in your time becomes more valuable. And that's kind of why I kind of just I fixate to the to the leagues that have a fixed setup right. So I can just go in there, practice for thirty minutes and go race. So that's kind of why uh, uh, I strict basically to, to league races and that's it. So the caveat off of that, we got Justin out there asking, are you in any other races or is kind of fuel is the uh, kind of primary right now for this season? I would say fuel is, is definitely my, the one I'm focused the most on just because the team with VRA, um, we're looking to get uh, invo involved in some more leagues and stuff. But right now, fuel is my main uh, league that I focus on. And on Sunday nights, we run a league called Slide Jobs, me and Davey Hendricks. Um, but other than that, that's that's about it. Um, I usually try to get two or three races a week, and to me, that's my uh, my fun, you know. So um, we might have something in the works, maybe for down the road. But that's kind of a top secret right now within the team. Sounds good, man. Uh, so uh, let's talk about Monday night just a little bit more. I was not there. Walk us through, you know. What was the overall feel of the track? I mean, it's a short track. Uh, the tempers kind of flare. We kind of we'll talk about just dabble <laughs> a tiny bit of what kind of bled over after the fact. I <laughs> I saw that. You know, I was able to uh, you know see the server and see what's going on with that. But let's talk about what happened on the track there. Uh, you know, I, I heard some tempers flared. Uh, some drivers were unhappy. Uh, maybe something intentional wrecking was stated. I'm not sure. So, you know, just trying to figure out what all happened there on Monday night. Cause you know, Josh doesn't get to listen to the in-car, uh, audio <laughs> well, because we're the broadcast. That I really wanted to. <laughs> yeah. All I could say is chaos. Um, I want to say it's a typical short track race in that beginning. You have your early cautions, early cautions, had some green flag runs and kind of separated the field a little bit. Uh, me, you know, I ran top five most of the night, led some laps. Alan led some laps. Stroll led some laps early. Like, there's a, you know, a lot of guys battling up front. There's probably, like I said, five of us. 
and I'm gonna use everything with no names. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> fine. Dude. You can, uh, I, we don't have to dime anybody out or uh, put anybody so, on the spot. That's fine. With short track racing, there's gonna be contact, and to me, um, at the end, 15, 20 laps to go, that's when you know people are the most aggressive. That's when contact's gonna happen. And this is what I think when I went and looked at some replays and some audio and stuff. There are some people that put themselves in some questionable positions on restarts in terms of switching lanes, cutting over in front of somebody, breaking early or later. Um, and it just created more stuff and it made it look worse than what it was. And so when you have people getting spun out and then you have teammates of that person, which I can understand, right? Like, hey, I'm going to stick up for this person, yeah. that, you know. You know, I'm going to show, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to get into him and there's a difference in the getting into somebody, bumping them in the corner and then flat out, <laughs> not breaking and then getting into him. Yeah. I'm going to use you as a speed bump. <laughs> so, uh, and then, uh, on one of the instances on the backstretch, um, you know, that was probably the main one that caused a lot of issues. And I went back and looked at the replay and it was one of the things you kind of bang doors, then there's net code. And the guy that gets netcoded thinks this dude flat out dumped him on the backstretch. So um, that's one of those things where I try not to say too much until I see the replay. Um, yeah. When I was back for the lead, I got bumped out of the way and stuff. I didn't say anything because I really didn't know what happened, right? Because even though I'm on the outside, it could be me who kind of cut him off. You know, like yeah. it could be cutting down on the guy on the inside line, you know? So I tend to, I learned my lesson now from years of racing to not say anything till I go back and watch the replay because in the moment you can believe wholeheartedly this dude just flat out dumped you. It's his fault. He overran the corner, blah, 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 blah. And then you look at the replay and that kind of changes your whole perception of what, what really happened. Yeah. I mean, uh, whenever you do that, I mean, like you said, you, you know, try to hold your tongue, uh, you know, try to, not let the heat of the moment get the best of you over official comms to yell at everybody or yell at a certain driver, you know, try and actually, you know, be like, okay, calm down. Let me go look at it afterwards. Be pissed in the moment and, uh, don't retaliate on the track, of course, too. And then, uh, you know, find out what exactly happened. If you were, if you were in the right and that person was wrong, you direct, direct that comment directly to them and not, uh, in an open forum. And then if, uh, it doesn't get resolved or that person doesn't want to talk to you, then that, then you kind of move it out into the public area. So maybe, you know, that's, you know, that's kind of how it goes. Exactly. And, and to me, that's what I use our team chat for, right? Like that's our spot to kind of mouth off without mouthing off and from the whole, you know, the group of 40 people, you know? So, um, and then to me, I feel like attitude is contagious, right? So if you see somebody mouthing off, it, it, it's very easy for it to kind of get out of control. Oh, yeah. And then, and I think that's what, kind of led to some of the stuff uh at the at the end you know because one person feels this way one person feels this way then you got other people listening to it you know and it's just kind of great race the end of it was kind of crazy just like the nascar indianapolis race right like crazy like just chaos so um but we'll move on and learn and i feel like honestly it's still early in the season so it's a huge learning moment and, and stuff and we got people you know you have a drop week too right you know in a, in this league so not like you had one bad race like hey you know your chance of you know making it to playoffs is over yeah. so i think that's what people need to kind of focus on like one bad run even two or three you, you know your season's not over with you know you, you still have a chance to make it up and and be a contender yeah when the, and i mean when even the... then it's still fun to just run with everybody like at the yeah, end of that... the day i understand that everybody's just like there's prizes, there's all of this stuff, but 
I couldn't care less. I just want to run. Me too. There's there's been a ton of not a ton, but there's been some leagues. Well, I, I would win races, right? But it's just me by myself. Not a whole lot of. I don't know these guys. There'd be new guys coming in, old you know, the older guys leaving, and, and this wasn't fun. So it's really cool to be racing with the, the same guys week after week, season after season. To me, that's what kind of makes a great fun league. You know, no matter if you're finished first, fifth, or tenth. If you're running racing with the guys that you've known for a long time or consistently showing up on a weekly basis, uh, that's what I look forward to. Yeah, I'd just like it to be known you didn't list a single position that you will see me in all year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's what I do in the, still fun. the IVRL last year. You know, I joined it because uh, I was on the Xbox League with them. Uh, and whenever I joined in iRacing, I, was, I joined AOL, and I was like, well, I need something else to do on Tuesday nights. I'm free. Let me join their uh, iRacing series. I knew absolutely no one. And then uh, by the end of that season, which, you know, started, like, when I first joined back in, like, uh, March time frame, and it ran until November, and then I'm in their second season running almost another full year, you know. You know, I got some really good friends in that league, uh, you know, built up and a lot of respect in the – you know, for a lot of the drivers there. So it's real nice to be able to be in that little community, you know, with, you know, starting off knowing absolutely nobody. So I get what you're talking about. Exactly. And, but, uh, uh, so where are we at next week? Pocono, right? Pocono. Awesome. So what's your take on Pocono? What's your, uh, expectations of you? Um, Pocono is one of my better tracks. I, I look forward to it. Depends on what setup is. Sometimes in Pocono, like there's some shifting that you can use in turn one or even turn three. So it kind of depends on how, what kind of gear the setup is, but I'm looking forward to it. Um, you got these long straightaways, you got the dog leg or tall turn, I should say. Um, so it kind of creates three different turns. Um, but you get a lot of momentum and with draft on the, on the front stretch, um, but I think their tower is going to be key. And I think there's going to be a lot of green, green flag runs, pretty much the opposite of what we saw uh, <laughs> this past week. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And I also think there could be some strategy involved in terms of when the pit at the end, um, can you take two tires maybe and not fall off much at all? So I think there's a lot of strategy at these bigger tracks that could come into play. Yeah, uh, I know, you know, whenever I go to Pocono, you know, you always think that last pit stop or close to it, how many laps are you getting per your tank? And I mean, Pocono has always been a fuel race mileage for me. I I think we came down to it quite a few times. Uh, This guy over here to my right, he he got screwed on uh, (laughs) pit mileage. So, uh, uh, or not not really pit mileage uh, or fuel mileage, he got screwed on the fuel intake into his car. (laughs) So, uh, but yeah, that's a, that's a whole other story. Uh, was on probably episode like four or so that we did here on this podcast. We talked about that one. Uh, yeah. Let, let's just say I was not prepared for a green, white checker. Yeah. <laughs> so. And then I was fine, stopped. And then the caution ends up getting extended for a lap, which means I wasn't going to make it through the green, white checker. Yeah. I went from fourth to the end. (laughs) Oh, man. But, uh, yeah. uh, So, what's your prediction? Who's going to win the race? You can't pick yourself. you got to pick somebody else within the league. What is your prediction? I think a VRA team member is going to win the race. How about that? (laughs) All right. 
I can live. We, with hey, that. we got, we got a, with that. Those odds are pretty good with uh, considering the amount of people we have. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. I, I've, I'm still new. I'm still learning everybody. Um, so it's kind of hard for me to pick a a driver. I've, I've done a couple broadcasts so far, but none of them's been on uh, a larger track other than uh, the first one, Daytona. So I, I don't know anybody's uh, strengths versus weaknesses right now. So I'm going to default this one over to Josh. He's kind of raced with a lot of people so far. So I think he might have a little bit more of an opinion of uh, who he think might win this week. So, I do, and I'm going to say that it may end up being a slightly strange pick, but Guile Brooks. Guile Brooks. Honestly, he was the closest thing that we could say at this point with this car, with all the changes that they've made, he was very strong at Homestead. And honestly, that's probably the closest. And I, sorry, I have this very big thing against picking our guest. So no <laughs> offense. It's okay. <laughs> because normally there, I, there's Randy, there was Larry, Nick, everybody loves to pick the guest. And I'm just like, I can't do that. I just can't. Yeah. But, and, no. and, and I would say this, like, and that's why I enjoy running at Fuel, is I literally think that there's probably 10 to 12 people who week in and week out could win the race on their own merit. You know, nothing crazy happening, not a few miles race, but actually being there on speed, um, which a lot is a lot different than some leagues where typically you have two or three guys that maybe dominate, right? Um, so, and I think that's what kind of leads to, like, the tempers flaring because there's so much competition, and you want to finish good. So if you have a good run going, something crazy happens at the end, you're just like, man, this can be super hard to, to get it back because we're racing against some fast guys. Um, but I just think that everybody going forward kind of learned their lesson from, from last week. And I think that a lot of the stuff got hashed out after the race, honestly, behind closed doors, which, which it should have been done to begin with. But that's one of the things you kind of learn by fire. I gotcha. Hey, man. Uh, it was great having you on here tonight. Uh, it was great to get to know you as a broadcaster. Josh will be out there on the track, though, this week with you. I think I'm going to have Carl. Carl's going to come up here in the booth with me on Monday night because uh, Josh wants to get a little bit of redemption after the horrible run he had last time he ran Pocono. I, I can't I can't miss Pocono. I love it well, too much. Well, maybe a few weeks or something down the road. Um, I'm in the process of moving, too, so all my stuff is just crazy right now. Um, I'll have my mic set up my nice uh webcam and stuff too so i apologize at the beginning for oh, not man. having my ready i went upstairs i'm like why is all my cords on the floor so it's just uh, oh I, I feel your pain uh you know i'm in the military they moved me to texas earlier this year and took me forever to get my gear and then uh i had to go vacation back with my family over the summer so that's where i was last week or for the last three weeks or so and trying to get all that i you know all my stuff's here that i use for racing my you know my nice mic uh headset everything the whole entire rig so i go back to north carolina and the only thing i have is uh my laptop to kind of go off of uh to kind of run everything run my studio and run and uh do the podcast and broadcasting with so it's a a lot different so i'm glad to be back here for this aspect so i can uh, get back into you know my my wonderful hobby that i, I truly enjoy yeah, and I would say say this. I've ran on a lot of different uh, 
broadcast throughout my career at iRacing and stuff, but you guys do a hell of a job. Um, I remember the, the first race, my, my dad was like, man, that was awesome. Like, that was real deal. Like, you know, like, it felt like I'm watching a real race, you know. So I appreciate uh, the work and effort that you guys do, and it really does make it enjoyable. Typically, I watch parts of it the next day um, while at lunch and throughout the day and stuff. But it's an awesome experience to kind of watch something that's so professionally done. And so I, uh, I do appreciate it. We, we appreciate words you guys. will get you everywhere <laughs> we, we appreciate you guys uh putting on a hell of a show for us uh you know without you guys uh we're uh, this booth means nothing so you guys going out there and put on a hell of a show no matter if it's a rock fest or not but there's still great battles throughout the track here in the this league so exactly and like justin just said he plugged it just for us he says for you guys that uh, enjoy the ghost fire media broadcast make sure you check out their gear it is pinned on our Facebook site. I was going to say, you can also get <laughs> pint glasses. <laughs> it's been a while since we plugged this, too. Hello, man. Try again. There we go. Then we How about this? I, I, might, I might order some gear. And when I, when I do, I'll have my webcam set up. So I, I'll be you know on camera supporting you guys, too. So how about that? And we appreciate I, it. <laughs> we, we love it. But the best thing you can do is keep kicking ass out on track and having a great time and giving us good things to broadcast. Uh, I'll make sure I make it entertaining. How about that? <laughs> All right, man. You have a wonderful night. I uh, appreciate you guys too. Thank you. Yep. All right. Uh, well, that was a uh, wonderful Cameron Hearn from the Fuel Racing League. Ah, you know, I'm, I, I enjoy this. You know, we we now have uh, a cup, two Cup Series we cover, Xfinity Series, an ARCA Series, and a Truck Series. So, I mean, we are very diverse on the different things. Uh, next thing you know, we just need to get, like, you know, a GT3 or something like that. Uh, yeah, Things may be in the works. I know. That's why I bring it up. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but it's still, uh, it's still like, like Cameron said, it's on the back burner uh, formulating and the brewing in the back of our heads here. 2022. 2022. Is, is the best way to put that. So, uh, all right. Uh, next up, we're going to go with IVRL. I, I was back this week, got back on Tuesday, flew in late afternoon, uh, and got to run the Michigan race. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Nick and Randy are tied up. Randy's out there being a rock star tonight. Uh, Nick, uh, Nick is unable to join us tonight. So I will be the one that with all the information tonight, mainly on the IVRL. Uh, we ran at Michigan. I loved it. I loved every bit of it. Uh, you know what, Michigan, it's actually one of my favorite tracks. It's so many different lines. It's so many different opportunities to pass. And it's one of my favorite things. It's a tire wear track. Yes. And uh, what I found out is, uh, you know, you know, last time I ran it, I think the tire model was not updated. And, then, you know, it became more of a bottom feeder track. And now with this new tire model, the outside lane prevails uh for the most part on longer runs a short run the bottom's gonna uh, the bottom mid run is gonna be king you're gonna get d destroyed on the outside but that long run speed it's going to be king i'm going to be using it like crazy on sunday so uh before we start talking about it let's go ahead and bring up our guest for it is nick goble Yeah, <laughs> well, I was uh, I, I'll get get into uh, uh, my uh, wonderful pitch strategy there whenever we get done. So, uh, Nick, 
Oh, we got a webcam. Hell yeah. Well, that's good. Okay. <laughs> All right. So this is Nick Goldboy, everybody. I've known this guy. We've raced together uh, in the IBRL series way back in the day, uh, a couple, about a year and a half ago or so before uh, he wonderful ma made his wonderful switch uh, to the dark side of iRacing. So uh, oh, yeah. uh, it's wonderful to have you here. I'm uh, working like crazy to get uh, our buddy uh richard michael aka ford tough uh, he's uh getting in there he's getting uh in our aol tnt series he's getting there so uh it's awesome to have uh you know seeing people that i i was with and the xbox merge over here and race with them again man so. yeah you know we've been working with ford quite a bit lately too dude um he's getting it he's getting it really good like i'm proud of him um he should be doing some racing with us this week. I'm not sure if it's going to be in the Cup or the Truck Series. But, hey, uh, first things first, thanks for the invite. Uh, I'm happy to be here. I, I really appreciate it. Thank you. Gotcha, man. So uh, when we bring on a guest uh, that's never been on – oh, God. Cody, Cody Allen just said that's one ugly dude. Love you, Nick. <laughs> He's just mad. Uh, but uh, so first things first, man, go ahead and tell us about yourself. Tell us who you are, who you race for, your teammates, uh, your sponsors, uh, and then, you know, personal life, you know, who, what you do for a living, uh, if you have any, you know, out of uh, simulation experience. <laughs> out of simulate, I like that. Yeah. Um, well, I grew up in San Bernardino, California for about 19 years, uh, lived in North Carolina after that for a while. Ended up here in New Mexico. I was only supposed to be here for like a week, and I just never left. I liked it so much. Um, but, yeah, I've been sim racing probably for the better part of four or five years, something like that. Um, I didn't really take it seriously at all. And then I started racing with people on heat, and they take that way too seriously. Um but yeah, that's kind of where I, I got my footing. I met Randy Hinshaw. He's the owner of the IVRL, and he's he's taught me so much that I don't know. It's it's hard to explain, but I, I owe a lot of my success to that dude because he's just he's basically taught me everything he knows. But um, yeah, I uh, I work for Safelight Autoglass. I uh, I actually just recently got a promotion, but I I took their their phone calls. I was their scheduler, but. Uh, my life is pretty quiet. I have two kids. Um, they're they're not here at the moment, but it's a it's a pretty quiet house. But I mean, other than work, I just sim race. Uh, I've only been on i racing for about three months, so um, I'm getting there. Like I I find myself getting better every race, so it's pretty it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's a it's a little bit of a drastic difference uh, jumping over and, and that not only the physics models but just the whole entire UI what you're used to uh, on NASCAR heat because it took me a while to get try to assimilate to uh, iRacing's formats of how they do every races and get into it and figure all the stuff. It's a uh, yeah, it was a little overwhelming to uh, when you first hop in to try to figure it out coming from other, another platform like that. So. Uh, I know uh, Richard's right out there right now. He's, uh, you know, asking me tons of questions. So I know he's probably asking you a ton of questions. So, oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's all the right questions though. Yeah. Like he's he's doing really well. I mean, he was a force to be reckoned with on NASCAR Heat. So I'm oh, hoping, for sure. Uh, I'm hoping he can come in and uh, become a force to reckon with in the leagues we run. Oh yeah, and he will. Give it time. Give it time. He'll be there. Yeah. I have no doubt. I, he, I've been waiting for him to hit me up in practices because he's running in the AOL TNT and Adam told us to watch out for him and try to give him any kind of help, but 
Uh, he, he, he had connection I, issues last night. He didn't know the two uh, uh, Monday night or no Tuesday nights were uh, TNT practices. So now he knows that there's actual open oh. practice on Tuesday nights. Uh, I thought he knew right. it was my failure whenever I brought him into the league. Or oh come on, to, Adam, to that, you uh, uh, to do that. You're supposed to be the just Obi Wan of this yeah, whole yeah. thing and just bring keep bringing people in. Oh yeah, and you know we, you know, I saw Nick and Nick, uh, Nick and was it Ryan? You guys came over to the AOL, ran a couple of races in the team or the Sportsman series. So, uh, so you know, yeah, I I want to see what uh, Richard can do. Uh, he, like I said, he was a force to be reckoned with. You know, I spent hours with him uh, working on setups on NASCAR Heat because uh, I hated the fix setups. I, you know, he was teaching me how to do all the, you know, to drive the car, and me and him went over setups weekly to try to top the leaderboards for qualifications <laughs> oh yeah i know that's what we used to do that till two three in the morning yeah constantly you know it's um i don't miss it though i don't miss it at all no it, uh, it was very time consuming <laughs> oh yeah absolutely absolutely yeah. I, um i don't know i uh i forgot to include my teammates uh, ryan cliver and Jaden gimbal um tommy schaefer i'm going to be working with them a lot coming up here to, to Daytona. Um, Jay needs, uh, he needs himself a win to get into the playoffs here. So we're going to see if we can make that happen for him. Uh, well, I want to make it tough and difficult for everybody. <laughs> I, I, like, I, I, I love me some plate tracks. And, uh, but uh, yeah, for sure. we'll, we'll get to, we'll get to Daytona, the, which will be next week's race in IVRL uh, after we talk about Michigan. So uh, what's your take? Adam, here's the thing is you already have your entry. Oh, I know. But you I, need to I, get more people in there and help. Oh, are you saying that you're a bad teammate? I don't have I, I don't have any official teammates in I. Are you a bad friend? But I have a lot of I have an alliance uh, coming up for this uh, upcoming race, so it's going to be nice uh, to actually have it. Like when I were when I won Dega, I didn't have an alliance. I had friends, but I didn't have alliance. I had nobody I could officially work with. And uh, the, did you have Derek? Uh, no, Derek wrecked out of the race, I believe. Uh, I did have Charles behind me uh, for a little bit, but he ran out of fuel near the end and had a, or he didn't run out of fuel. He was going to, so he had a pit with like three or four laps to go, which put me in the squeeze between Greg Holt in front of me and Joseph Causey behind me. Oh, uh, the only saving grace to that was as we came off a of turn four when I made my move, Causey ran out of gas. So he started sputtering coming out of turn four. So yeah, uh, I I squeaked out that victory. I don't know. I mean, barely. And as I as I hit the finish line, my engine started sputtering. So I barely won that race. <laughs> Doesn't matter matter if it's like by an inch or a foot, man. Oh, yeah. He still won. So uh, it was awesome. It was epic. I didn't think I had it done, and I side drafted him coming to the finish line, and uh, it was awesome. Uh, but. Uh, Oh man, but uh, Michigan race, I loved it this week. I mean, there was a little bit of controversy. There's a little bit of you know disdain for a lot of a few of the wrecks. I'm you only had like two or three wrecks. I mean, but uh, outside of that, I I had a great race, and I felt like the the overall racing was pretty fun. I agree. I agree. Uh, the first two stages were really nice. Um, third stage, I got into trouble. I got caught up in something that I probably shouldn't have. You had a horrible uh, restart there, nearly like one of the third to last restart or something like that. You were, I think, you were starting next to me, and 
uh yeah i think yeah yeah you were starting next to me and then uh, you just dropped like a rock there on that restart oh yeah it was i had damage uh, i pancaked the wall um i was falling too close to Kazi at the end of stage two i was i was just riding too i just wasn't even paying attention man and from out of nowhere i just barely grazed the wall but i mean michigan's such an arrow dependent track oh, yeah. like it's it's impossible to you know keep speed even with like the smallest little bit of damage so it's um I found myself in some serious trouble. Got tied up with some uh, some people I probably shouldn't have, and they wrecked right, like literally right in front of me. There's no reaction time, nothing I could have done. Yeah, I mean, it. Uh, the first two stages were clean all the way around for the most part for everybody. I mean, everybody's kind of settled in. I think there was like one or two wrecks at the most part, uh, but overall, I mean, it was great racing all around the track. Uh, I stayed in a. I know I finished fifth in both the first two stages and uh, the third stage I had a hell of a fuel strategy or not really fuel strategy a pit strategy game you know when that caution came out we lined up basically with almost 60 laps to go and I was like all right cool so I'm on, I, it's gonna be a one pit stop uh, race and then another uh, the I think the caution came out like lap 70 something then i like i was like okay we only have a few laps on tires everybody else came in for some fuel and stuff i stayed out i took over the lead and uh then lap 90 something came around that's when it really kind of threw a monkey wrench because we were just shy of that halfway mark of where i wanted to pit and put me right outside of my pit window and i you know i tried it i, I went for it instead of being competitive on that last uh last uh i think we were about 33 or yeah 33 laps that we had mm -hmm. i tried i was clutching it going in the corners i mean from the get-go like you know i wasn't competitive at all now on you know i uh, i was off the gas three quarters throttle i was trying to draft anybody i could to save the fuel going three three quarters throttle like i said you know and uh it just wasn't enough i came up i think you know one or i think one maybe two laps short whenever the ticker was coming down so i, I dropped in like with three to four to go just to play it safe because i knew it wouldn't happen and, and i was also hoping for that late race caution somebody being over aggressive or something and i was like come on somebody yep. wreck <laughs> dude i know i know i um as soon as i got pummeled i was uh i was dead there's no fixing it i had like 30 minutes repairs um yeah, I uh, actually, I owe you an apology, too, for holding you up at the end of stage two. I ran out of fuel, and you had to stay right behind me. You remember that? Going oh, no, man, it, uh, you were, the how far back I was there, uh, based on the way the way the pit strategies worked in uh, stage two, uh, you know, I was that far back that by the time I made it to you, like the people in front of you, they were already well on the pit road. That there's no way I was going to beat them inside of it or have a, you know, opportunity to race them off pit road. So there's no yeah. key there. I just, you know, want to make sure that I didn't get a black flag for passing you going into, I was about to give you a, a good little bump going in there. If no, you make I, it. See, I didn't want you to have to do that, man. I, I would have, I, I, I was just going to give you the tip, man. No, no damage, no nothing. So uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to give you the tip. Yeah. <laughs> just the tip yeah but yeah looking forward to daytona um got some teammates who really really have to really get it done uh, ryan claver is actually locked in at this point so we just have to get jay in um we're gonna be coming with the strategy that's really all we can do just got to make sure that we uh, i don't know i can't really talk strategy because i don't really know what they want to do but um it's gonna be wild i know that 
Uh, and, and so, um, I mean, you don't know what the old plate track was like because by the time you merged into the server, you're you're on this plate strategy. So uh, before the outside lane, it's not king, but you could do stuff with it. Yeah. Uh, no matter how many, you could have three cars versus seven cars on the bottom. Now it's you have to have almost equal, if not more, cars in the top lane to make the bottom uh, make the top lane actually beat the bottom lane. Especially at Daytona, I mean, it's a little bit more of a trickier uh, plate track compared to like Talladega, and Talladega yeah. is still hard to make the outside lane run. See, people are really afraid, in my oh, opinion. Oh, oh, to, hold on, spoiler. Tom, uh -oh. Tom, he left. Ooh. Ooh, Tom Shewitt left. So Jay News. So Gimbal's locked in. Man. Hey, congratulations, Jay. I know you're watching out there somewhere. Congratulations. <laughs> All right. So that's uh, you know, breaking news here on Ghost Fighter Meter podcast that uh I don't think nobody else knew until right now. Uh so uh wonderful. So uh yeah, um so that's uh that's good news for him. Uh, I know he came in a little bit later in the season, not as late as you, but uh, and he's raced a few races here and there. So, um, uh, you know, it's good to have him locked in. Uh, so, I wonder who's sitting on the outside now. How many Ooh. places? Uh, we got are going in sixteen going in. Well, Adam, if you weren't with a win, you'd be the one on the cut right now. Let's see. Yeah, I missed so many races. <laughs> but it's Ryan Cliver, Michael Payne, and... Well, Sounds about right. Jay's at 18th right now, so... Oh, no, I wouldn't be in a cut because uh, I, got, I got 579 points when, uh, you know, Gimbel's got 450, Michael Payne's got 484, so... Ah. So, you know, I would I would be sitting about uh, 14th. I would be where Tom was at right now because I was just a few points shy of him. But, uh, you know, I've made uh, way less attempts and starts than these guys uh, <laughs> due to all my uh, moving, unfortunately. I moving, feel that. Hanging out with the family. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but, uh, yeah. So, um, is there anybody you don't want to work with at Talladega or at Daytona that's coming up? You know, it's funny, like, all these guys have issues with each other, it kind of seems like, but I'm willing to work with anybody. I, I get along with, with with anybody, so it doesn't really matter to me. If you push me, I'll push you. That's about the size of it. Yeah, I so, um, yeah, I don't know. I, just, I work well. I, I work well with just about everybody. Yeah, so. I, tried, I tried working my best with uh, uh, Joey McKinney whenever we were at Talladega. Uh, he was in front of me for the longest, but... Uh, if you know how to play it right, you can save fuel in the uh, the leader's spot. I did. I, I saved enough, uh, whereas people behind me that were in the draft, not being the front man, ran out of fuel, and I didn't. So, uh, you know, I, yeah. I, I know a thing or two about saving fuel being a leader. But, uh, you know, uh, Joey Joey had to make an early pit stop, and like two laps later, we had a caution, which, uh, you know, kind of ruined his chances right there. Uh, so he, he just just unfortunately missed out if i think if he could have stayed out for another two more laps he did it and then when he pitted he was by himself so you know that's the worst part is uh and you know plate track racing is pitting by yourself that you never want to do that <laughs> yeah right no way i um i'm actually i'm really looking forward to 
Daytona. I, I I feel like I just I'm a really I'm a big super speedway guy. You know, a lot of people say that, but it's um it's, it's really fun. Just the the coordinated craziness of it, I guess, for the lack of a better term, is what I find really fascinating. So. Yeah. Don't only the only thing I'm asking for is uh, for this upcoming week is that you know people not race too aggressive. I know we we kind of you know take a lot take a lot in this league and not give too much. I, I hope that we can calm down and wait till near the end. You know, don't, I'm not saying don't make any moves, but don't make too aggressive moves. And, you know, uh, you got to understand where the runs are coming, how they're coming, and you just can't jump up. I don't know how many times on Monday or on Tuesday night at uh, Michigan, uh, I saw people jump down to the bottom to make a pass that didn't work out and they slide back up and move in front of somebody when the outside line has momentum and you have to, and it just checks up the whole entire lane. And that just, I mean, that destroyed a couple cars because of that, because I'm like, okay, yeah, your spotter said it was clear, but the people on the outside of you got about 10 miles an hour faster than you because they stay on the outside and you dove down and lost a lot of momentum, especially on the yeah. longer run. So, you know, I'm hoping that, you know, people actually pay attention to, you know, momentum runs and not, hey, my spotter said clear, and then just junk the field. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I hear you. Especially, I mean, at, at those speeds, I don't think there's going to be a whole lot of give and take. Like, I'm, I'm praying that there will be, but I don't think there's going to be. And Jaden Gimble so. is now watching. He said, Nick is gorgeous. <laughs> I love you too, baby. Yeah, man. <laughs> I, I think I, I, I'm asking him all the questions because I, I kind of know him a little bit more. But, uh, Josh, <laughs> what do you have for him? I Honestly, I'm at the point that I... I just look forward to Daytona because especially from what I've seen from super speedways in this league, I feel bad for the drivers, but it's great to watch. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. That's, so, uh... so call, uh, Gimbal just said, Causey or Holt, Nick, I want to know. I don't know what he wants to know, but he just gave out two names. <sighs> I don't know what this is referenced to. It's the, he has a dumb little inside joke that he's trying to start with people, and uh, it's it's not suitable I for work, you. I, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, I kind of saw where that one was going. I, I, Jay, I shame on you. I know you're watching, but shame on you. I, I mean, I had to ask the question just to see what it was. So, uh, But yeah, um. Uh, you know, I look forward to racing them. Uh, you know, me and Greg work. Uh, I didn't work with them, so to speak, but I was really happy whenever he got by me. And I won't say that I slowed down on purpose because I did, but I didn't. Uh, so he would get in front of me at Talladega so I can save fuel. So, uh, you know, you know, being a leader out there, because I led a lot of the, a lot of laps in the last uh, in the third stage and. Uh, being the leader, like I said, you run out of fuel quicker than everybody else if you don't know how to manipulate the crowd. And, uh, you know, I had to get him up there. So I made, I let the outside lane work and uh, let him get by me and him alone so he can get in front of me <laughs> and I could hang out in Catbird seat in the second place and save some more fuel. So yep. that's the only way I work with Greg <laughs> during that race, at least. See, I don't. I, I worked well with Kazi. He's a he's a really he's an interesting person to like watch. You know the way he drives certain corners and stuff like that. It's uh, um, 
it's a learning experience. I got to ride behind him at uh, Michigan for the better part of 20 or 30 laps, something like that. I tell you what, uh, I rode behind Greg at Dover. And whenever I was there, and I think he won that race. And whenever I was behind him on fresh tires, and I think I, you know, I think something happened to me where I went a lap down uh, due to an incident or something like that, but I was able to come back out. I was a lap down coming out behind him on fresh tires, and me and him were running identical laps. I mean, he was not pulling away from me. And then as the tires wore on, he pulled away and just kept going. He was still running fast laps. I'm like, what's this dude doing? Like, <laughs> I know those those guys are fast. I, I, I guess they just practice together, man. Practice, practice, practice. Yeah, I, practice, I'm normally so. really good on the longer runs. I'm a, I'm the guy that saves the tires and uh, and uh, is faster on the longer runs. And I, that's why I appreciate the IVRL because, you know, we have those long run capabilities in that, that league when we don't have cautions, you know, and that third stage, you know, allows you to have a green flag pit stop to make that, you know, something available for you. So, uh, you know, I, I feel like I was really good. And then, uh, but Dover, I was fast on the shorter and slower on the long. So I don't know what I was doing wrong. <laughs> yeah, I, I look forward to next season. I, I intend on being to every single race. Um, I, I feel like I would have been somewhere in the playoffs if I would have been able to run every race, but I just I came in too late. I got you. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, but I mean, you're sticking with us, and uh, you know we appreciate that. And I know, and I know uh, uh, the league admins appreciate everybody that, that comes out there, no matter if you're in the chase or not in the chase, you know, having that league participation and league integrity to come out and still race for the league. It's, you know, it's paramount, you know, nobody wants to go out there and run like 12 with 10 to 12 cars on the track. You want the competition. You want to feel the heat of everybody, you know, 20 to 30 cars out there. Yeah. I mean, there, at this point, I'm just there to win. I don't, I'm not there for points or anything like I'm there to win. That's all I'm there to do. Either win or experience. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or, or you can say checkers or wreckers. Yeah. Straight up. All right. Well, Hey man, we love having you on tonight, man. Uh, it's great to get to know you. You're, uh, a fresh face to iRacing in a couple of leagues. Uh, we can't wait to uh, get you back over in the uh, AOL Sportsman Series and the Truck Series. I know you're running Monday night, so maybe that I know we're not all, you know, we're not on the same set schedule because both leagues are kind of doing their own thing for schedule-wise. But uh, you know, running in multiple leagues and same truck or same vehicle helps because, like, uh, normally on Tuesday nights I run a really long race in the Cups, and on Sunday night I'm gonna run the exact same thing in AOL Cup Series. So. But it's nice. So uh, I learned a lot on Tuesday night that I can put in on uh, Sunday night because we, you know, I think we only do a 5% difference uh, in fuel weight ratio or the fuel ratio. So I think yeah. uh, 60 to 65 between the two different series. So I, I get to learn a lot in between when I can't get on do officials and stuff like that. I'm yeah, looking Adam forward to still it. hasn't won. Yeah, and I still have not won there. That that's ridiculous. No, I'm, uh, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to racing anything that I can. So anything that really pops up is just really in my realm so i'm just trying to gain all the experience that i can really yeah every time i i, I feel like i have the car to beat at in aol something terribly goes wrong i think my last opportunity i felt like i was going to win was charlotte and then uh we ran a ran a saturday night race of a fun race and i got used to the 55 mile an hour pit road of whatever track we were doing and when i went to charlotte it was 45 and so i was confident flew down the flew down the pit road 
and you know had it pegged right at 55 as i came in caught speeding i was done for the night i was like couldn't rebound i was like man uh you know i had the i felt i had the car that night to uh make it work especially on the long run i was catching everybody yeah i hear you um i actually i saw a question pop up here in the chat and cody i intend to do both full-time next year so sorry i just saw answer it but um guys i appreciate the the invite um i was extremely flattered when i when i got the message um we're we're just gonna keep plugging along and trying to get good results here. But um, you guys take care. Uh, thank you again for having me. Well, thank you for coming on to our blackjack episode. Right on, y'all. Take care. Yep. All right, all right. So we've completed our two segments so far: the fuel and IVRL. Let's take a quick audio break uh, and listen to Pat Patterson. Hi, it's Pat Patterson, the race. Remember. All right, that was uh, Pat Patterson. Uh, uh, we love that uh, we were able to get, you know, Pat Patterson to give us a nice little uh, voice clip out there. I like to throw it out there every so often. It's very short and sweet. Uh, but, uh, because Randy knows everyone, Randy knows everyone and he's not here tonight to name drop. So it's good and bad. <laughs> so, uh, so we're going to move into the AOLL series. Um, let's see, I'll go into our discord here. Do, do, do. And we got Are Justin. We? Yeah. Justin Rodden. We'll just go ahead and bring him in. We'll bring him in for the whole entire yeah. time. You know, we'll get, give him a, a wonderful segment here. Uh, so let's go ahead and bring him in. Hey, Justin. Do we have a copy? Maybe. There we go. Oh, so how is the evening going for you tonight, sir? Oops, swirling for a webcam. Oh, only one without one tonight. He's still swirling though. Yeah, there's an ugly face. I'm hopeful. There we go. What's going on, Justin, my new teammate? <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Is someone downloading something in the background? All righty. He's a, he's a little giggly, so uh, he's trying to fix the, some issues right now. Uh, looks like he had a little buffering. It looks like it's starting to pick up a little bit. So he says his laptop sucks. Give him a second. No worries, man. Uh, I was going to say, this is the perfect time for Josh mid-podcast pee break. <laughs> Sounds good. All righty. While he fixes that... Oh, we'll go over and I'll start talking about what we've done so far for the AOL series. So we have uh, 
this week we went over to uh, USA International. We brought, uh, you know, said we went there in the truck series and the sportsman, and then last night in the TNC series, <laughs> uh, we moved over and went to Martinsville. A lot of short track racing, and then uh, last Sunday, where did we race there? I was not available for that one. I believe. Yeah. It was um, yeah, it was Indy. So, it looks like you're having a, probably a little Wi-Fi tech net, uh, difficulties, most likely. Kind of looks like you're uh, kind of cutting in there, lagging a little bit. So, so Josh, whoa, while he's... Uh, getting his stuff fixed tell us about the indie race on last sunday we'll start with that since uh so i'm I'm gonna start off by apologizing to justin apparently because his his uh he wasn't happy with the coverage we gave uh <coughs> him and hanner you guys got me now yeah we do now there it is audio is good okay, you're I'm a little choppy that, otherwise sorry about that guys Oh, you're, good, oh you're fine. You're not I wanted to bring you on last week, but we had to uh, talk to some admins. But I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I guess. No, uh, you just joined the league and you're already running at the front. I mean, it's it's always good to see people join and Okay, give Blake a run for his money. No, I'm not giving him a run for his money. I'm hey, sorry, but I'm nowhere near him. I'm sorry. He's, he's, he's way far ahead of me on that. I mean... Yeah, you're trying. I, I thought... Yeah, I mean, I walked into me and I thought I'd get lucky there because he kind of messed the bus stop there on the restart part, but after he collected himself, so he just pulled away and I had no chance. So playing some another level compared to me is so but yeah, running up front, that's yeah, that's a shock to me. I wasn't expecting that. Um I'm in the past running with running in leagues, I'm actually would have considered back marker, I guess you could say. Uh so yeah, to be able to come in there and run up front with the talent that's there, that's shocked at me but also it's i'm like well good that means i'm improving yeah and you don't want to talk about back markers until you watch me run in the cup <laughs> <laughs> you can't be that bad uh, 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 i may be good in the tnt yeah, it, different cars don't translate it, uh, saying that's going to be the best so uh you know um but i no, you're you're pretty good josh uh you're right there on par with me i would say uh and the wonderful cup cars. Uh, I was gonna say it's more. Uh, we'll we'll talk. We'll talk about trucks soon enough. Yeah. So, uh, what? How was Indy for you there, Justin? All right. I mean, was like we did the top five. Um, was hoping I could challenge for the win there. Uh, but it was a lot tighter than what I. Like, I mean, I like a little bit of tightness in it, but that was just a little too much, which 
which it was crazy. The Senate they had, which the Senate was great. It was definitely a hundred times better than the Irish set, but it just, it was weird. Turns one and two were slick and loose as can be, and you go down the other end for three and four, and it just will not turn without having the line perfect, having getting off the throttle and back on and everything. And it was, it was frustrating, definitely at the start of it. And then probably three quarters of the way through, I finally figure something out, and I'm like, great, too late. Normal me, late to the party, you can figure stuff out. Oh, I mean, in all honesty, that that setup took some figuring out. Yeah, nah, yes, I'm, I'm sure that. I I commend the admins for going out there and trying to better the league with better setups. Um, I'm looking forward to Sunday's uh, Michigan. I don't know what the indie setup was, so I can't speak to that one. But uh, I'm looking forward to it because I raced uh, Tuesday night in uh, default I racing, and then I, I raced last night's uh, Michigan setup. Uh, it's loose on start. Uh, it's going to be a little bit spicier, I would say, whenever the first like three or four laps until the tires warm up. But the long run speeds and uh, the looseness that stays throughout the whole entire 30 lap run ish that we get is on point i compared to the actual i racing setup you kind of start pushing later in the run so I, I commend them uh they're working hard to test these out grabbing these setups uh from i think they're getting mainly from edward's setup shop so we appreciate uh them putting out some good stuff and then kind of sometimes they might make little tweaks here and there so you know i'm looking forward to it oh yeah definitely i have, haven't yet uh messed with the that setup yet uh Fortunately, I normally try to get there early in the week once they post it and, and test around with it. And I've been able to do that this week, so I'm looking forward to it as well. Of getting on there, seeing how it feels, and what leads to my liking and to my private style. Well, and I I was running before Adam jumped on since he had broadcasting duties last night. Honestly, I think the setup is fantastic. I was able to run full throttle with the exception of a few mistakes for the first 10 laps. Granted, after three, you're running the high line the whole time. But the only thing I'm looking forward to is seeing what kind of temperatures we're dealing with because I I was seeing some real high oil temperatures. Like, I was hitting 280. So And... I I know, I know a lot of people seeing how that works. You know, I, I've, I've heard a lot of people say that, you know, I think I, I got up around 274, 276. And uh, I, I, from my understanding, warnings aren't that bad. It's kind of whenever he tells you it's overheating and it starts blinking red. And that's kind of when you got to start wor worrying. So um, we're going to practice here at 10 o'clock. So if you're in the AOL series blanket, there's going to be a league practice at 10 p.m. Uh, tonight after this podcast, uh, we're going to hold it to 10 p.m. and then we're going to all, all hop on there. Uh, if you're available, come out and join. We would love to have you. I would love to have you out there too because I want to run in a draft. I want to kind of simulate some uh, uh, green flag laps and kind of running in a draft to see how much of a pull this new setup gives us and uh, how we're going to be able to uh, dive deep in the corners. What lanes can we run? So the, the setup's a little bit looser, so it's going to be great to have that uh, – that extra feeling of uh, con control slash on the edge.
I saw a random hiccup on mine. Maybe Discord is starting to, you know, show its stupidity. Sounds good. Yeah, uh, it could be. Uh, you you still got us there, Justin? Yeah, I think maybe these storms that are rolling through everywhere are causing issues. All right, well, and he's out for a second. <laughs> uh, so now, uh, honestly, I, I'm looking. I'm really looking forward to Sunday for the biggest reason that Michigan is such a. There are so many options for the track. To where you can run high, you can run low, if you have a moment. As it looks like Justin's back, like no matter what you want to do. You're going to have some really awesome lines. You're going to be able to make passes. <clears throat> I'm trying to stay in with a voice to see if it works a little bit better. We've, we've already seen your face. Everybody got to see you. So uh, if it works better. I no one, I, I don't know why I turned it on. No one wants to look, look at my ugly mug anyway. So. <laughs> all right. The voice sounds yeah. a little bit better now. That's, uh, so, um, all right, we have you back. We didn't get a proper intro for me. You know, we kind of jumped in. We were uh, waiting for you to do it. So since uh, we got a lot better audio from you, so let's got let's hear from you, man. Tell us about you, who you are, uh, who you drive for, any sponsors. Uh, then tell tell us about your personal life. You know, tell us like you know what do you do for a living, uh, and do you have any off track or off simulation experience in the real world? Uh, yeah. Name's Justin, obviously. Um, run it racing for still horse racing. Been with those guys for, I want to say about five years now. Um, which that's an interesting story. I could tell of how I joined up with those guys. If you'd like to hear it. Um, we had the, but, uh, <laughs> but nothing special, uh, about me really. Um, just joined up with I racing and been loving it ever since, uh, outside of that. Uh, just I work for FedEx, uh, freight, uh, for the last couple of years, been liking that, which is, um, not on my cup car, but on my truck. When I ran the sportsman series was one of my sponsors, um, for the cup car, my sponsor been rocking the, uh, 20th, 20 year anniversary for still horse racing. 20 years. Those guys have been going in sim racing since 2001. So awesome to be a part of that. And, um, Outside of sim racing, racing wise, the only thing I've ever done, I did the Richard Petty driving experience over at Charlotte a couple of years ago. And that was, that was awesome. Which if you go to my YouTube, which is, if you see my logo there, it's big corn, big, big corn with a K like the band. If you go check that out on YouTube, you can see that video of me returning laps at Charlotte. A little shameless plug there for myself. <laughs> All right. So, so question. So, we have two Justins in the steel horse racing blanket and they both work with for opposition teams there. We have one that is the USPS driver and we have one for FedEx. Is there any clashes within your team there for having uh, opposing uh, forces? No comment. <laughs> I bet you Justin, the other Justin will have a comment because eh? he, yeah, he, he, he has absolutely <laughs> <laughs> Which, in honesty, he's actually outdone me a lot of the time since I've joined AOL. 
well too. So you know what? For now, I'm going to give it to him. So, but once I get to where I can run the full season of AOL, that's when we'll, the deciding factor will be on who's on who's got the betterness there on that one. <laughs> I, I think one race I will go for my old stomping grounds and drive a nice brown truck. <laughs> maybe one day on the podcast because i still unfortunately have the uniforms i'll wear one <laughs> uh just the other justin said uh you're an awesome teammate but he but i have a better sponsor so he's saying usps is better yeah but i got a pattern paint scheme <laughs> so uh so, um, what was your take on the Indy race last week outside of just a setup alone? Uh, how was the racing on the track? I thought it was great. Uh, had a good long green flag run there to the end. Um, and everything, uh, not too bad, uh, from my own standpoint, like I said, it was just a little frustrating there at the beginning of it with the differences between the ends of the tracks. But other than that, wasn't too bad. Like I enjoyed it very much. Like I know it's probably boring on the broadcast side of it for people watching, but as a driver, having a green flag long run, I love that. Like that there is, yeah, it turns it into a fuel mileage race, but like to me, that adds it's a different type of excitement and from a driver standpoint, in my opinion, on when it comes to doing it like that, having to figure that out and and such. Was it? I, I will be the first to say. Even in the broadcast booth, there were battles throughout the pack the entire night, even as we were going green flag. It was just brilliant racing across the board. Oh, yeah. When Justin and and uh, Greg ran off from everybody and they're running nose to tail that, when I went back and watched it, I'm like, that was freaking awesome. I thought when they when them two were together, for sure. So was it because, you know, was one side of the track shady and creating more grip like uh or is it just the way the uh just the way it was that night because you know sometimes i racing kind of gets uh the weather correct whereas if one side of the track is a little bit more shady it has a little bit more grip versus the other side that has it's out in the sun uh you're you're pushing and that sucks <laughs> i say for me and it it was actually the opposite which it could have been also for my graphics because uh i need to upgrade my pc so i have my some of my a number of my graphics turned down uh one and two where it was real loose looked more shaded to me than three and four and three and four was the tight end of the track that had what looked like a ton of sun on it. So I don't know what it was. It just, just one of those eye racing things as the only thing I could of, figure <clears throat> was it was wind. Yes, that, that I'll, I continuously forget that wind does play the factor at that track. So that, that more than likely also played a factor into it there as well. Gotcha. I just wish it would. I just wish it would have ran like it was when I was testing earlier in the week because I was running probably about a half a second quicker than what, than what everybody else was <laughs> during practice. There, that was uh, that I was on par with um, Justin and Greg. They were way way quicker than I was. But the guys I was running with, like I was, I, I was definitely a half a second faster than what I ran for qualifying and practice when I was doing my testing earlier. So, but hey, that's that's what you get with dynamic weather, which make which makes it adds another fun element to it with all that it's like and I, the track I'm... was significantly warmer in comparison to what 
even the Thursday night practice was to where when I ran there, it seemed very tight for the setup. But Sunday I ran some test laps and it loosened up. And I honestly, with the exception of the different ends of the track, it was brilliant. And I, I want to, you know, once again, thank the admins because uh, people pointed that out and was like, hey, on Thursday nights, when using dynamic weather, Sundays is not always the same. You know, we have three to four hour practices, I think maybe five hour practices on uh, Thursday nights. And next thing you know, uh, Sunday, we got that one hour before the race, but the track drives 100% or, you know, about 60% different than it did on Thursday night. And it's a whole different feel. Uh, they understood it, recognized it, and then threw an extra hour practice on Sunday night. So uh, instead of uh, practice starting at seven and race starting at eight, they, now it starts at six and uh, practice gets two hours of it. So I, I like that aspect that you'll be able to go out there and uh, run some laps because they're out if you jump in at six uh, by the time race comes around the track could drive a little bit hopefully better because the sun hopefully goes going down or you know temperature goes down so you know, I commend them for you know you know seeing all these things and make the changes when it was necessary oh yeah definitely like I didn't have to go through that it was already two hours when I when I was able to come to the cup series after I got my four races in in the sportsman series so that there when i realized that because i was told practice started at seven and stuff and then i'm sitting there just messing on my on my computer there and i pull up pulled up the ui and saw it was up i was like well okay practice is early well heck yeah i get extra laps in so i do love that aspect of it and and everything and then and, and also what you said i Talk about the weather changing. I was hoping that it would, and then I, I I've got a third party overlay that shows me the track temperature, and I'm like, it keeps fluctuating. It needs to go down some more. Come on now. <laughs> I need to figure out what you're using because that would be listening to crew chief tell me what the track temperature is. Yeah, the track the track temperature is rising. That's real helpful. Yeah, uh, what I use, and this is, I, I know a number of people use it, um, is Caps Kutu, spelled with a K, K-A-P-P-S-K-U-T-U. -U. Uh, if you um, subscribe to him on, uh, subscribe to his Twitch page, you're able to use that, and it gives you a relative overlay, a fuel calculator, and I have a standings overlay, so I'm able to see uh, other people's lap times as well. As I'm running that, and I stream on Twitch too, so that's actually a, a, a another overlay too for, to add to my Twitch stream. Along with it, to give everybody else all the information for not just myself, but also for everybody else. <clears throat> gotcha. Yeah. Um. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of different programs out there. A lot of people use Crew Chief. Some use uh, Jimmy Johnson Cuss Pack. Uh, I personally, I moved over to uh, Dre that piggybacks off of uh, voice attack for all my stuff. Uh, I initially did it when I was the, you know, league admin for uh, the Sportsman Series and AOL Cup Series because I could just hit a button. I could tell it to uh, black flag or clear somebody's penalties end of line and do all these things on, on top of all the different things that like kind of crew chief does. Uh, so I moved over to that and then once I moved into the VR world, having, you know, this little push button talk that actually recognized my voice, whereas uh, crew chief's like, what'd you say? Didn't hear you. And it just, it gets really, <laughs> it got really annoying. That, oh, yeah. It, it, yeah. Never, it never understood me. Yeah. I, 
you mentioned the VR, but I'm not going to get into it. That's a, that's a, I, I'm back and forth on the VR. Uh, you know, I tried Too it cheap to get multi monitor set up and I have VR. So. Well, it, it's for me. I have multi monitors, but like I said, I, because I stream, I use my other monitors for my, my chat and then discord. And I just use iRacing for single screen. But my dad, he has, uh, the VR setup for iRacing. He has a full rig that's 10 times better than mine, which is why I used it for Daytona 24 a couple of years ago when uh still horse ended up winning, uh, winning theirs when it winning our uh, split, but sitting there that sitting there for that four hour stint that I did in the VR that uh, I'm over VR. I don't need it. <laughs> I'm good with what I got. <laughs> yeah, I, I did it uh, last year for a little, like for a couple races. One of my buddies let me borrow his uh, original Oculus uh, Rift, uh, and I was on the fence with it. Uh, the graphics weren't up to par because I mean it was the original Rift, and I didn't like having the little boxes the way my setup was at the time. Uh, the little tracking boxes. It was kind of annoying to try to position them right. And I, you know, I've had triple monitors basically. You know not from the get-go but you know i upgraded and got the triple monitor set up i moved to texas and i was like hey i'll give the quest to a thing i caught it on a sale and i was like all right i'll give it a shot i actually really liked it and uh you know i i've migrated uh two of my monitors now to a desk and that's kind of where i put my stream and broadcasting set up and now i have a single one over at my uh you know all my actual rig so it's uh you know I, if i ever want to go back to triples i still have enough monitors here laying around to be able to go back to it if i ever get the itch yeah, like I said, the VR it's cool and all. I I don't mind messing with it every now and then. It just I like my monitors. It's to me, it's a lot less stuff to deal with. It's a lot easier to handle. Oh yeah, graphic per- setting. It, it's it's personal preference and then uh, uh, for everything for you. You know, some people like VR, some people hate VR, some people love triple monitors, some people hate it, some people like just a. Uh, the single ultra wide, uh, and some people just can't even, you know, that's not, none of this is in their budget and they're, uh, hanging out in their, uh, living room TV. So, I mean, there's, you know, it's kind of how I started. I've been out. there. I, that's how I started I've, out. I've, I've, been, I've been there. It was a big TV, but it was a TV nonetheless, but yeah, mine was a, the, I've been there. The bait, one of these, uh, Roku 40, uh, no, it was a Roku 50 inch T 4k TV. So, uh, it was uh, put a strain on the system because uh, at that time I didn't even have a desktop. I was on a my uh, wonderful laptop. It's a it's a beast of a laptop for uh, it runs desktop. It's got desktop grade stuff, so it's like a it's like a twelve fifteen pound brick. But uh, it uh, it ran. Jeez. It, yeah, it, it's an Alienware, and then they it was whenever they came out with their Area Fifty One M collection, which runs a i nine. I have a ninety seven hundred K processor and a uh 2060 gpu in it so and it's a desktop grade it's not a the you know downgraded uh mobile graphics card or mobile uh processor i got two uh 240 watt bricks to go with this thing plugged into it for these ginormous dell ones they're like this big the ginormous ones uh so it's uh it's a pain that so it's not really a it's not really a laptop it is a movable desktop it's a mobile workstation. <laughs> yes. is what they call. It. Yeah, yeah, that's what it sounds like. <laughs> yeah. But it, it got me through a couple of weeks. Whenever I was on vacation, that I was able to carry it with me. Uh, and whenever I was in North Carolina for the past couple of weeks, uh, so it'll, it'll it'll run everything I want to throw at it at decent decent levels. So, I oh just, yeah, 
just didn't have the multiple monitors set up so I can run the broadcasting. You got, it's a must uh, for broadcasting having uh, uh, quite a few monitors. Uh, three is the ideal. Oh, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. One and an ultra wide. Or it's... ultra wide, yeah. And that's yeah. kind of like a third one, depending on how big you get. And so you you kind of have three. Yeah. Yeah. Being, being a streamer, it's ever since I got multiple monitors, it's made everything 10 times easier for sure. But, um, all right. So l- let's get back to racing. Yeah. So you, you, re- <laughs> you referenced the fact that you got through your four sportsman races and then just jumped a cup. Why don't we get to see you on Wednesdays? It's the most fun night of the week. Uh, boring answer is, uh, work. Uh, I got, I work, work nights. So I, I'm normally leaving my house at work at 10 o'clock at night to be there at midnight. So that's it. And I'm, yeah. I'm off Sunday nights. So it's easier for me to run Sundays. I gotcha. Yeah, I can live with that answer. So I, you had to sacrifice. Unfortunately uh, had yeah. to do that at one time in my life. Yeah. You had to, you had to sacrifice slash cut it close to work a couple of nights to make it up to uh, the cup series. Yeah, I, I was I was able to do that. I was able to sacrifice an hour of sleep, so <laughs> it was worth it. <laughs> I got you, man. But uh, you know, um, this week uh, we ran at USA International. Uh, me and Josh competed in that one. Uh, uh, Pace Car was the man of the night. He was the victorious person throughout the whole entire night. Led the most laps, I believe. I heard. I heard. Wasn't able to watch broadcast, but I, I heard all kinds of craziness happened. I, I say well, that. including Randy Pepper getting sent to the moon. <laughs> That's what I was about to say. Yes, I, I saw that too. I saw that. Um, he's trying to colonize the moon before Amazon is. So <laughs> props to him for that one. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it was a great race when we finally got those, uh, you know, 10, 15 laps of green flag runs in between the caution fest. Uh, and we, we got a glimpse of it. I mean, it, it was still a hard track to pass. Uh, you know, you ha- just like last night, Martinsville for the TNT series, you you had to wait for somebody to kind of make a mistake. But the good part about USA is you could run side by side, whereas Martinsville, not as much. So I, I like the aspect that we were able to go too wide for quite a long time and have some great battles. But uh, once that battle ended, uh, you got basically single file and there was hardly any other battles after that unless you got a really great launch off the corner yeah yeah and in the past in other leagues running usa for either trucks or super lates it's always been great fun running running there being able to run side by side like you said and always a favorite track if i see it on a schedule i'm like ooh, hey yeah that's that, that that should be a good one there yeah the only thing i last night you know uh i tried to be as try to be aggressive but not as not as much as some other people you know I, I watched Blake lap after lap after he you know went three wide and passed me there uh he uh I see his rear and just keep sliding off like you know going to the right after every corner like exit and I'm like this dude is pushing it every single lap you know I I know I could probably do that but I don't want to be that guy with that self-spin and just uh do it so you know I, I played it more conservatively I didn't want to get get on it too much on it because you know it it could be good for one lap, but the next lap you just add, you know, that one percent extra throttle, and it's it's around. <laughs> yeah, I know that feeling. That's I, I'm same way. I never want to be the guy that that's the self spinner. I'm just like, 
that's I'm just it's so, such embarrassment with it's a self spin comes over me on that one. I'm just like, come on, I know better than this. I shouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind of feeling. I, I felt embarrassed uh, on Wednesday night. You know, we were I think I was running tenth, and uh, I had John and Ed in front of me. They were Ed was directly in front of me, and they were battling uh, side by side. I mean, we were like three or four laps, and uh, you know, I you know after talking with Ed, uh, he said break just a little bit earlier than normal. I wasn't expecting it, you know. I slammed on brakes without, you know, locking it up, because uh, you lock it up, they're going in the corner. You're still going to go around, so hoping to get off of them. I I call us, you know, him a wreck, and you know, I feel bad, and he feels bad for lifting early. It was just a huge racing incident that uh, caused it. And, you know, we were, I think we were about 15, 20 laps to go there, and me and him were hoping for uh, a a good top 10 last night, and we both deserved it. Uh, we we're both running pretty clean up front all night. You let oh, Randy yeah. Pepper beat you. Yes, yes, I did. Randy Pepper, after getting <laughs> sent to the moon due to the numerous cautions, because, you know, as soon as you get sent to the moon, you get automatically punted to pit road and towed. And uh, he was able to recover and get his, uh, I think, he, you know, going three laps down. And uh, he was able to recover from it. And uh, he, he outbid me. I think he got me by like two, maybe three spots there. Uh, One. One. He, he was dir- he was directly in front of you. I was racing Stephen Dominey, I think door to door right there at the end. So I don't know exactly where where we were at. Uh, me and Stephen Dominey, we had battles throughout. No matter where we were out on track, you know, we we moved up front after everybody else pitted and kind of changed some stuff around it. And then uh, next thing you know, like I find myself next to him again, which is not a bad thing because he was running fantastic. We were running hard as hell last night uh, or on Wednesday night for it. So I commend him for his uh, wonderful driving. And uh, I, he was to the outside of me when Blake went underneath me for three wide. And I, I want to commend him. Uh, I think he had situational awareness that Blake was doing that. Uh, let me have the middle lane and he got pushed out to the outside lane, but he still was door to door with me coming off with, uh, I think turn two after Blake already passed us. <laughs> yeah, it, I honestly, I had a blast. I, I look out in the comments and see Justin thought the tra- the setup was amazing. I absolutely love that setup. And you commented on Blake sending the back end around on every single turn, just that little bit. Those are the kinds of setups I like is, you know what? I know I'm going to end up having to catch a little bit of a slide coming out of the corner, but I'm more than happy to do that because I'm able to get that hard on the throttle coming out of the corner. I, I, I like it on short tracks like that. Like Richmond, I don't like it. <laughs> I, don't know, I, I like a little for Richmond. I, I like a little bit more on the stable side where I, I can feel like I can lean into it without trying to spin there coming off a of turn four. But uh, like short tracks, yeah, you, you know, you expect that coming off the corner because you, you, you launch it really quickly, then you're back on the brakes. And uh, that's kind of like, you know, the nature of the beast is trying to get at that great of an exit. Yes. So, <clears throat> uh, but, uh, you know, next week, uh, where are we going in the sportsman what? series next week? Sportsman? I, I meant to look it up earlier today. Worldwide Technology Raceway Oval. What's so... That? Gateway, gateway. I don't think I, I might have to sacrifice. I might have to sacrifice a Wednesday for that. I don't know if I've ever run a lap there. Oh, it's basically take Motegi and stretch it out. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
Uh-huh. It's absolutely I I have always loved this track. It you got long runs, you're gonna have braking zones. <laughs> it's flat. I'm gonna have to try that out tomorrow then. Uh I got I got a Actually, lot of time on my hands. To me, I say it's not as flat as what New Hampshire would be. That's good. <laughs> like that, that like the, like I feel like there's a lot more banking compared compared to either Martinsville or New Hampshire, there's there's banking on on Gateway, but it's it's still minimal. But it still yeah, feels yeah, very a minimal. lot faster because of those long straights that they have going into them. Yes, yeah, I gotcha. And that's why I, like I said, I love it. And generally, I don't like those kinds of tracks. But sometimes you get that little feel for it. Yeah, that's that's how I am for it. Like New Hampshire is all right, but Gateway is is complete. I have a di- way different feel for it. So yeah, I might I might have to show up Wednesday to to run that. All right, uh, I'll have some fun with you. Oh yeah. <laughs> all right, let's. Yeah, I'll hang out at the back with you. Let's move into I don't this. Run at the very back. I'm a mid packer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just joking with you. Let's oh, move no, over you to the uh, all you want. Let's move over <laughs> to the fun one. Uh, last night at Bartonsville in the TNT series, there was a lot it of was action. Actually, a lot of fun. It looked like a lot of fun. Whenever you guys got those green flag laps, and I mean the you guys up front were really giving it uh, all she got, all she had, uh, uh, trying to make every inch count. Um, there was a lot of passing uh, when possible, but uh, at the same time, it was very difficult for you guys to pass uh, from the broadcast perspective up here. It's Martinsville. Of course it's difficult to pass. Oh, I know. got to use the bumper a little bit. Well, we were running the Arca, which makes that impossible. Yeah, that's true. I'll give you that one. You lift the rear end up on the Arcas. <laughs> Which, unfortunately, I did deceive Domini, and I hate myself for it. And it took me, the second I got into him, I was already calling for the EOL, because, yeah, that, I was an idiot. You just seemed like you had a really good center, and I think the people in front of him, you know, I think they kind of checked up in front of him, but you just had a good roll. Uh, Oh, no, it happened entry into the turn. Oh, I thought it was more in the middle. No, Uh, it was entry. uh, Randy, Randy, man, I don't. This man was on another planet being able to get into these corners on the outside like uh, that nobody else was getting. Uh, he would roll almost all the way to the center, and sadly, there was always somebody in front of him he would hit. And uh, he, 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 he got the three-strike rule last night. But, I mean, uh, I would love to see what he would have been able to do if nobody else was on the outside line with him whenever he was making those dives into it because – I don't know if he was going to make it stick or not, but this man was on a on a mission to make it stick. <laughs> As he might have been running a different brake, a lower brake bias, because I have had that same thing in either truck in both trucks and cup. You put a real low front brake bias, and that thing will just you sell it in on the top, and it will roll in there way better than anybody on I mean, the bottom sometimes he he closed the gap about a three car length gap on everybody on the entry on the outside lane and uh sadly when he does it at that rate of speed uh he got into him and uh you know he 
you just come up with that much momentum. And if you get on the brakes too hard in the center of the corner, you're done. And uh, oh yeah. And since he didn't get on the brakes too hard, he hit the car in front of him, which made them done and him done at the same time. Yeah. So last night was one of those really tricky kind of setup nights to where we started. There was still a little bit of sun, but by the time we hit halfway, it was pitch black. So you really, I'm one of the people that generally will change my brake bias throughout a run. And I didn't need to because the track temperature changed so drastically. I was able to keep it really far forward for the entire run in comparison to what I normally do. I got you. Because normally I roll it back as every as the race goes on because need that front grip. Yeah, I mean it, it was an interesting <clears throat> night. Uh, you know, a lot of shakeups due to a little bit of wrecks there, a little bit of overdriving. Uh, the leaders got punted into the back, uh, and then mid packs accident happens. Uh, you know, people pit off different different cycles, which made people that are you know up front move to the mid to the back. And uh, it, it was a lot, you know, it was challenging all night long. And uh, but, uh, you know, you, uh, Carl, uh, Blake Z, Brandon Bernhardt, Stephen Domney made it back up to the front. So, I mean, you guys were all fighting, fighting hard at the end. I think John Gordon finally made it back up there. Uh, you guys were all fighting pretty hard for every little spot, especially on those restarts. Uh, you know, there was one where I think you started in a second, Josh, and I can't remember who was below you and uh they blew your doors off and then the next one you got to be on the you know since he blew the doors off of you he's now in second spot and then you get the caution you're sitting in third and then you get the jump and you blow his door Derek, okay and then uh who was my champion of the night (laughs) the man was running with a broken (laughs) hand yes he was keegan harvitt did it uh a couple of months ago on tv so yeah (laughs) <laughs> it doesn't matter it, if you're sitting there trying basically running with a single hand and he was chatting in race with adam he was also using an eight shifter yes he no did, he, did not, he did not have no. a paddle shifter he had a, he has an eight shifter so he's doing it one-handed and shifting over here with it uh he said that whenever he got that last one of the last cautions that before he dipped out of the race uh he said the shifter fell off while he was doing it so that's the you know Oof. he was trying to throw it in reverse and then the shifter went off so he just ejected himself in the pit road and he's like hey man i'm calling a night man i had a great run my my hands killing me. The shifter fell off. The car. It, it, the world was telling me to take a break. Have a good night. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. Uh, he 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 was doing all he had. Uh, you know, fortunately, unfortunately, people wrecked, but that left a door open for him. He got to lead quite a few laps last night, and uh, and then Carl finally, when he moved up, he was able to get by him because Derek didn't pit all night long. He was still on this uh, entry level tire, you know, the tires he started with. Whereas uh, Carl, I think, had like you know at least forty laps fresher we tires. Thirty-one, I believe. Yeah. And honestly, I did bad math yesterday before the race, and that's the only reason I actually ended up pitting. 
So, yeah, sometimes bad math is is killer. I think I think I might have had some bad math on the on Tuesday night in IBRL that uh, got my hopes up thinking I can make it on a field. <laughs> oh. <Yeah. clears throat> Honestly, Charlotte. it's good. Like, Martinsville's always fun, but... It can be, but but it, it's there. Yeah. You, you you ran USA International Monday, USA International on Wednesday, and then Martinsville. You're like, okay, can I stop getting these short tracks? Let's kind of, I want to open her up, but let, let's go a little bit faster here. Well, but the weeks before that, we were it was intermediate. Well, you had a then intermediate. No, you had Ro you had the Charlotte Roval, then the well. Oh no, that's what I'm thinking. It was road course. Road course, road course, and then Indy. So that's how that's how I felt coming into the Sportsman Series. It was, oh god, it was either it was either Sportsman or one of my first cup cup where we did dirt. We did Bristol dirt, then we did a road course, and when we finally went to Phoenix, I was like, finally a track that I can actually sink my teeth into and show what I got here. <laughs> Oh, I oh no, that was definitely sportsman. Yeah, that's yeah, I was a sportsman race because right yeah, you got to see Road America, Bristol Dirt. Yes, and yeah, that's yes, yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, when we went to Phoenix, I was like, oh, finally a real tra a good track. I can go, I can actually show what I got because I had a brain fart at road America and then Bristol dirt was just crazy for everybody. It seemed like, and then to Phoenix, I was like, yes. Yeah. You know, I, I was very strong on dirt and then just unfortunate things happened. And some of them were my own doing. Some was other people. Once again, just the, the bad luck that kept me away from uh, being up front and racing anybody in every dirt track that I ran now this whole entire year since Bristol dirt came out, I've done like three or four different league races and every one of them went wrong. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel you. I feel you. I had that in another league running Bristol dirt when it first come out and same thing, just running good. And then something happens in front of me and then I'm dead. <laughs> I don't know. Something, something clicked when we did that fun race before we actually did the league ones. Whenever I was running with a, I ran with Josh and Billy and them. Uh, like halfway, I was running like trash the first half the race, and then something just clicked on me. I was like, "All right, this is how we do it," and I took off. And then I was like, "I love this. Let's do this." Like, like you know, yeah, uh, you know. But I just could never kind of show what I actually had in in store. Do just horrible, horrible bad luck. <laughs> yeah, Larry got third. Yeah, Larry. Larry got third, and Larry, <laughs> now Larry does nothing. Yeah, he has the best excuse. She's pregnant, she's magnus, she's. <laughs> he acts like he's got a kid due in the next like week or so. I mean, doesn't he? Maybe. <laughs> uh, hopefully, he doesn't have his kid on my birthday. Mine's my birthday's coming up, so hopefully, uh, has it before that. What? 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 Oh, mine too. Hold, please. Hold, please. What? All, all I say is I'm going to be racing on my birthday, so I'm hoping I get a win. Oh, never mind then. I, I was hoping it was on a Friday. No, it's not a Friday. Dang it. I see. No, that's my birthday. That's a Friday. Am I, am I racing on a... 
I'm racing on a track. I'm going to have a shot at winning. Uh, super Speedway. Uh, super Speedway. <laughs> <laughs> and I have a, I have some really good meaning teammates that now. is a joke, but... Uh, yes, uh, and I actually have teammates now that won't dump me and that go for somebody else. Because uh, last time I had yeah. a really good shot oh, at... Uh, that answers my question. Uh, last oh, time I had... Uh, uh, a good shot at winning uh, at one of the plate tracks in the AOL Cup Series. Uh, Justin Anderson chose not to go with me and stayed behind his teammates and pushed. To, he was like third or fourth in line of his teammates whenever I jumped out, uh, and he was behind me, and he decided to suck up to get behind them and uh, not help push me to the win. But that's before uh, he, he really knew who I was. So uh, I'll, I'll take it at that right now. Uh, take it as that. Uh but uh, ever since then, uh, you know, he's worked hand in hand with me. Uh, but I just, you know, unfortunately, can never get up to the front. Uh, you know, once again, bad luck on the tracks. Uh, I felt like I had uh, one of the best, you know, one a really good chance. You kind of do. I, I've been. I'm gonna say episode twenty of the broad or podcast, Justin uh, Anderson. Uh, I, I've done like I don't know how many broadcasts. You should know me now, man. Yeah, he doesn't. So. He, he's choosing to ignore you. Don't feel bad. He doesn't know me that well either. <laughs> so, but uh, no, I, you know, I, I'm looking forward to, uh, you know, moving up, just moved over to a new team. And uh, hopefully uh, we're going to have some uh, really good chemistry with uh, me coming on board. Uh, Johnny came on board with us. So um, hopefully everybody's uh going to have some fun, especially this week at Michigan. And uh, it's another track that you want to have some good teammates at. Oh yeah, definitely. That's I'm looking forward more to that than I am a super, uh, whatever next super speedway is coming up for cup. It's uh, two weeks from now, yes. which Adam, you oh. should have never have let me know that. <laughs> hey, dude, you're my Facebook friend. It's not, it's going to pop up. No matter. No, what. I know. But now I have time to plan. <laughs> Yeah, as, speaking of birthdays, I have to tell this. Uh, one of my other leagues that I'm an admin for, which is uh, Night Shift Racing League, we run in the af- 12 in the afternoon. Our broadcaster's birthday will fail on one of our races. So the team that I was a part of for that league, there was about five of us, and every single one of us all ran the same paint scheme saying happy birthday to Checkers and Records, which is our broadcaster. All the same color, same num, same number font, same number color, everything. Just, just a mess with him because oh, it was his birthday, and it was that's a that's a broadcaster's worst nightmare when you have an entire team running the basically the exact same paint. And that's exactly what we were playing in for too. <laughs> I mean, of course, I, I was. Uh, uh, of course, like, the the driver uh, aspect of it's terrible too. Like uh. The other night, uh, both Brandon and John Gordon ran the exact same scheme, almost identical. I was like, "Who's which one of the, which one of the Endeavor Racing is in front of me?" I love the fact that they they have uh, the the exact same scheme, but usually they're uh, color coordinated, so you can tell who's driving what color. But you know, having the exact same, I was like, "Is this John or is this Brandon in front of me?" I don't know. I yeah, I'm seeing that actually because I think uh, one of I don't remember who it was. Someone was running it, and it wasn't Blake's car. 
but the name above the door was Blake Gordon. I, I think uh, I think uh, Sean and Blake Pasta. I think they I think they run some of the the default skins uh, that they've made in the past uh, when they moved up to, first moved up the cup, and so I think that's kind of I think that's where you're doing, or maybe the truck series, one of the two when they first moved up before they actually had their own uh, signature. Oh no, paint. this was like this past week, or maybe it was maybe it was one of those two. I don't know. Because I know they, they run more of the, uh, they don't have the, the cooler paint schemes on one of the trucks or the cars. I can't remember which one. So what we're saying is they haven't earned their stripes in Endeavor yet? I don't know. Maybe not. <laughs> uh, actually, no. They're, they're Well, yeah. But no, Blake's paint scheme, Blake Zidi's paint scheme last night oh, yeah, was, it was awesome. just brilliant. It goes along with this picture. Him the pasta. Oh, I didn't see that. His picture, it's him with the pasta and his uh his picture. Oh yeah, no, <laughs> I have seen that one. Oh man. All right, so we're off to Michigan next week because we've got practice in five minutes. Yes, we do. Uh my pick for this Sunday. Uh I think it's gonna go go towards Greg Wellen. Uh, I shy, try to shy away from teammates uh, picking. I try to go for outside. Greg Wellen has came into this league and you know made his voice known that he's gonna be a threat week in and week out. And I think right. uh, I think he's got a good shot at Michigan. All right, Justin, I'm letting you go first. Yeah, you gotta put me on the spot right when I'm still thinking about it. All right, <laughs> that's what we do. No, no, nah, I already have nah, nah, it's it's all right, it's all right. Um, hey, I'm gonna do the whole cop out thing. I'm gonna go with teammate. I'm gonna go with Justin Anderson just because he has been ever since I've come into AOL. He has been fast every single week, and he's had some hiccups, but you know, it's he's always there. Even when he messes up, he always comes back. So. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's gonna my pick's Justin Anderson for Michigan this week. Damn it! Now I have to change mine. <laughs> <laughs> Even though Justin, because I know you're out there, I was faster than you in practice last night. Just keep that. What was in mind. the what was track temperature there? Uh, 101, I think. It'll be 120 when we go to yes. race. <laughs> That's, that's normally how it works. That's how I. That's how it works, unless it's Watkins Glen. It was 120 when I was practicing for Watkins Glen. Then we get to the race and it's under 100 degrees track temperature twice and and cloudy as can be. Yeah, no, it. Honestly, I thought it was brilliant last night. Like I loved how it held. <clears throat> so, that being said, I am going off the wall. <laughs> and I'm this is more of a hopeful. I want Mr. Klingbill to get his win. He was putting in some massive practice last night. I uh, I know. And he was in there before like, I left. Honestly, he's one of he's been such a quiet voice in everything. And again, he's in sixth in the points. He's he's put up uh his qualifying lately. I mean it, it's been on point. Uh, he's been able to string together quite a few great qualifying attempts. Put puts him in a place. Uh, so you know he's he's been up there. So you know, I I have to give it to him. Uh, he's improved over the time. Uh, I've raced with him. Uh, 
So, you know, I have to give it to him whenever we were first, uh, when I first started last year, me and him did not gel, or at least I didn't gel with him too much. Uh, I found, uh, you know, he, he kind of wobbled a lot. Uh, he just couldn't hold a line that smoothly for me, the, what I would like to see in front of me whenever I'm uh, racing a competitor. But lately, I think he's been, you know, he's shown that, you know, he's could be a threat. And like you said, he could be a wild card for Sunday. No, and like, honestly, he's had so many runs that it's been a possibility or, and he ends up throwing out either a strange pit strategy that'll end up causing problems or he'll end up caught in someone else's incident and he gets moved back. So I'm just hopeful. I loved running around him in the TNT all of last <laughs> year. Okay, I may have cursed him a few times, but it was because he made great moves on me. <laughs> but no, I think he's great, and he's. This is one of those tracks that, while it's not quite the wild card kind of situation that you get with plate tracks, it still has a little element of that. I got you. I know what you're saying. So I, I think he's going to have a great shot. Uh, at being up front for the most part for the night so i can't wait to it and like i said i just can't wait for overall for sunday i you know get away from these short tracks i want to get back out there uh and uh let her loose and let her fly let the let the draft and momentum work but also be able to have the multi-lane corners to be able to try to make some moves oh yeah i'm right there with you on that one gotcha all right. Well, Justin, man, it was great to have you on here. I finally uh, got to introduce you to the properly to the league here, uh, here on the podcast. Everybody got to know you and uh, got to see that wonderful, beautiful face of yours uh, for for a quite about five minutes or so before uh, you had to check out. But uh, we appreciate you coming on board here with us tonight. Yeah, man. Anytime. I appreciate the invite. Uh, definitely unexpected, but hey, I again appreciate it and can't wait to do it again sometime. Let, let's get you back up to, onto those podium spots and make sure we have plenty of uh, reason to bring you back. Well, I plan on giving you plenty of reasons. How about that? Right. <laughs> I like it. You have a great night. <laughs> yes, sir. You too. You guys have a good one. All righty. Well, uh, that's going to end it for us tonight, ladies and gentlemen. We appreciate everybody that came out, uh, gave us some feedback out in the comment land, the Facebook and YouTube land. Uh, I like when you guys interact. You asked the, the uh, people coming on, the guests, uh, interesting questions that we don't think about. You know, what's on your mind, so we appreciate you. Uh, so come out and check us out on Sunday night, Michigan Speedway in the AOL Cup Series. Uh, Monday night, we'll be at the Fuel. Uh, Racing League at Pocono. Tuesday night, we'll be at IVRL Series. We're going to be at Daytona. Next Wednesday, we'll be in Sportsman Series at Gateway. And next Thursday, we... I just I blanked. Uh, Nashville. Nashville Super Speedway, not the fairgrounds. Yes. So uh, I still have not ran it, but I will be able to broadcast it for once. So I'll actually get to see what the track's like. So uh, <laughs> we appreciate you. Uh if you haven't done it yet, go ahead and like and subscribe us, man. Uh, I'm Adam. That is Josh. And uh, we are Ghostfire Media. You guys have a wonderful night. Thank you for watching iRacing on the Ghostfire Media Network.